DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It is time now to talk a little college football with Utah State coach Gary Anderson. He joins us on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Lease any handset and get an iPad for $99.99. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Gary, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are we doing? We're doing all right. So I'm curious, now that you've watched the tape, you know, you, you schedule a game like Stony Brook, you, you expect the win, you get a big win, but you're always looking to learn stuff about your team. What did you learn? Uh, well, we got a lot of young guys to play, which was uh, a huge positive. I thought we were we were prepared for the game. Um, you know, they were excited to get out and, and get better. I thought they did that all during the week, and their focus was really on themselves. Um, Needed to win third downs, needed to get in position to be able to win the turnover battle, which we need more turnovers on defense. And um, you know, we, we, There was a lot of positives to the game. Um, but overall, I'd say the, the biggest positive is that they were prepared. I think we took steps forward in our basic fundamentals, our communication, um, you know, our ability to you know, act and move around like a, uh, a quality football team from uh, even the first quarter all the way through the fourth quarter wasn't a huge drop-off when our young guys got in there and played, and uh, there's tons to work on. Um, absolutely, this would be a great tape for young and old to sit back and evaluate, but uh, it was uh, you know, a solid performance and um, from the beginning to the end, and which it should have been. I was listening to Nick Saban after his game, and they played New Mexico State, and obviously Alabama versus New Mexico State. You know what you're going to get. You're going to get a lopsided win. And one of the media guys asked Nick a question about playing these guys and can you benefit from them. And, of course, Nick does what he does. He gave us a lecture about uh, how he's trying to play these teams, but nobody will play them, blah, blah, blah. But beyond that, one of the things that he said, and I thought it, it applied to your situation, and I want to get your thought on it, he said, when you get in these games like this, it's very important that the week of leading up, the week preceding it, that you practice the way you're supposed to practice. And he said it's telling how, you know, we obviously the kids know you're supposed to beat New Mexico State. Obviously your kids know you're supposed to beat Stony Brook. But if they practice the way they're supposed to practice, that's important. And that's about getting better during that week of practice. And then when you get in the game, do the things that you're supposed to do and that you can benefit from that no matter that you're much more talented than the individual team that you're playing. And so that's my thought for you. Did you see that last week, them practicing the way they're supposed to practice in order to get better as the season progresses and then, of course, carrying it into the game? Yeah, that's basically what I'm saying when I say, you know, you, uh, we need to worry about us. Um, and we, our, one of our goals every week is to do that. You know, worry about who we are, what we're doing, how we're going to get better. And you obviously you prepare for your opponent. You look at your opponent. You study your opponent uh, week in and week out. And um, sometimes matchups are, are much more difficult than other weekends. There's no doubt about it. But uh, for us, is that's that was our approach this week, and it will be this week against San Diego State. Also, is to number one, take care of us, practice how we practice, work on the things that were our weaknesses from the week before that we always. When we evaluate the film, you sit back and you look at the positives, you look at the things that you uh, did okay, and you look at the things you did poorly, and then you work in practice as coaches and players to improve in those areas. And, you know, I, I thought they, uh, you know, had a good solid week of practice. And, you know, that, I guess if, a, if I felt like a team wasn't practicing that way, which you described, then that's almost like a team that thinks they've arrived and you've got some serious issues, um, some serious issues as far as, you know, respecting your opponent and all those things is part of it, but, you know, respecting your teammates and practicing the right way to help everybody get better it should be um shouldn't really have to be a weekly discussion in my opinion it should be something that you're you're working on as a team to continually 
get better and uh, you know focus on the task at hand, which on practice it's the task at hand is you know fundamentally playing as eleven strong with whatever units on the field. So you talked about a lot of the young guys get to play. Did any young guys play well enough? And I mean, I don't know. Maybe you know, in, in one game you can't do this, but did they change their position on the depth chart? Alter the way you look at them? Create a bigger role for themselves? Well, I think you know it, what it does is that uh, it's like your inside linebacker position. We were able to sit Woody down at halftime, and he didn't have to play the rest of the game. So it gave a couple of young men a chance to come in and really show that they can uh, handle a game environment in that setting where it's uh, you know you've got a big lead, um, it's fairly comfortable. There's some situations it's not overly stressful at that point. So you want to see how they handle those situations. And so I'd say it uh, that was. Uh, it's good. It's just good work. It's good reps. It's good to get them in games and get them in situations where, you know, there's not uh, somebody sitting back there telling them what to do every single snap. So there were some positives at that, that position, I would say. And, um, you know, we got some younger offensive linemen in there. They gave us a little bit of an opportunity to play some. The younger quarterbacks got in there, which was great to see those guys. So uh, I don't know if we really adjusted the depth chart, but I think we and the team and the young men that got in uh, to game situations uh, should feel more comfortable with themselves um, and uh, their team and um, position coaches should feel more comfortable with them getting into games as needed. One of the things I love about college football is the unpredictable nature. You know, it seems like in the NFL you don't get a ton of surprises. Obviously you have better athletes across the board. And in the other sports, you know, with college football being once a week and things can happen with turnovers and whatnot. And we saw it. We saw it with BYU looking like they're dead in the water and then they get the long pass. And we've seen it so many times over the years. How important is it for your guys and any team, but I'm speaking specifically to you, so you answer the question, as far as getting your guys to stay in the game the full 60 minutes? Because even though it looks like things are going against you, if you make a play or two, change the momentum, all of a sudden you get back in the, the Cardinal game yesterday with uh, Detroit. looked like they were left for dead, and then they get bit a block punt, and they get back in it. So how do you keep your guys focused at on the task for that full 60 minutes? <laughs> it's very, very difficult. You know, I think you uh, you train in the off season, um, you train in spring, train all summer, uh, fall camp. And now, obviously, in the games, is you, you know, football is a grind, and uh, it's kind of like life, in my opinion. I show this with the kids all the time. I think it's as easy to start anything. It's easy to start a football game and be fired up. It's, uh, it's it gets much harder in, uh, in in life to start things and then su- sustain it and keep on grinding through it. It's no different in a football game. We'll start it. You can have some adversity. How are you going to handle that? How do you keep grinding through it? So I think it's, you talk about it. You put them in those positions. Um, you know, you put their back against the wall. And in certain scenarios, you make it be um, not comfortable, but uh, in a good, solid position at times in practice, to where they, you know, they feel like they're, uh, you know, playing well and, and got things in hand, and just stay stay in the moment. And the other thing is, is we have so few of these opportunities value every one of those reps i mean we're, we're now we're down to 10 games left right all of a sudden it seemed yeah. like we were in fall camp a couple three days ago and now we've got 10 10 guaranteed opportunities left as all this team has and um it, it is difficult though especially uh, the maturity of the team i think the leadership in the team um you know the uh your your captains your leadership committee those kids that uh you know have been doing this for a long time have to keep the young men in the moment when it's not going our way and i just a team that rises up and 
you know, they come out of the, the locker room and they're so jacked up that they're doing backflips and somersaults and, you know, and then they, uh, things don't go their way and all of a sudden the whole demeanor changes on the sidelines. That's not the, you got you got to stay in the moment. You got to stay even, um, in the good and the bad. And yeah, we want them to celebrate big plays and, um, have a lot of fun playing the game of football, but you have to be able to understand that it is a long process and this game can flip. It's a funny shaped ball that does weird things. And, um, you know, just, helping them stay in the moment. I think that's a big job of a coach, too, of just keep on grinding and see what we can get done as we move through this football game. You know, PK and I have been doing this show for 17 years, and I can't tell you how many times we've heard someone say, the bye week comes at the perfect time. And it seems like <laughs> you're not going to say that because the bye week does come a little on the early side. But, you know, the schedule is what it is. How do you use a bye week now? What's, what, what do you try to accomplish with your conference opener looming out there in two weeks? Yeah, well, um, you know, keep working on the things that uh, we can get better at. I think it's identifying that uh, today before these kids walk in the building at 145 and make sure when we evaluate this film is see the things we're doing well, applaud those, celebrate the victory, and then make sure we're moving on quickly to, uh, you know, where we can get ourselves better and, and fitting the kids in the right spots. We used it as time to get a, a, a little bit of a head start on some opponents in our league that are very difficult to deal with um, take a little bit of time on certain things that they do that could cause us problems as we study uh, some other teams and they're, they're coming up uh, on the schedule and then we'll get a jump start on San Diego State you know they've uh, obviously they're 2-0 and they've played Couple games and won those games and uh, studied that opponent. And, you know, it's, I don't know. Buys, buys or buys. They're, uh, you know, sometimes I think we wouldn't mind just playing 12 straight. Sometimes I think you can specifically take it. You know, every a third of the state, a third of the year, and then if you have two buys a third of the year, if you just have one buy, take it right in the middle of the season. But uh, you said it best. They are where they are. So we'll use this to our advantage and, and work to try to to get better. Um, It'll be a good opportunity for us to get down in uh, Friday and uh, to watch the high school games down in Salt Lake City. Uh, we're not going to have a bunch of coaches go out on the road all over the country, but we will get to a lot of games here in Salt Lake, uh, excuse me, in the Utah area as a whole. Um, so there's there's advantages to it, and we're going to use every day we can to as an advantage, not as a disadvantage, because we've played twice and we get a week off to prepare for San Diego State and recruit and get better at what we're doing. Gary Anderson, Utah State football coach, joining us. All right, Gary, maybe we'll uh, see you out at a high school game. Everybody will be looking for you now. Is Coach A at our game? <laughs> the, the, the Ags will be rolling through there pretty, pretty, pretty deep this Friday, Saturday. Well, excuse me, I guess just Friday. So. Yep. All right, thanks, Gary. We appreciate it. Okay, guys, have a wonderful week.